Hello everyone and welcome to the Mouse Ears Podcast, where we talk about all things travel, but mostly Disney. Brought to you by Fairy Tale Journeys Travel. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Mouse Ears Podcast. I'm so excited. I love Thursday nights recording with you guys. It is always so much fun. Today with me I have my two wonderful co-hosts. I have Kelton. How you doing, Kelton? Hello. <laughs> I have Brooks. How you doing, Brooks? Howdy ho, neighbors. Doing well. Uh, tonight's episode, um, I am hosting, and I'm also acting as mm-hmm. a uh, inquisitor, because the episode for tonight is going to Disney with kids two and under. Now, if you've been following us from episode zero, you know I am just a dog mama. Does that mean that I don't know about Disney with young kids? Of course I know. I also have clients that, you know, have toddlers and whatnot. So as my job, it is my job to know. But it'll be a fun episode to kind of pick at both Kelton and Brooks's brains as they both have young ones. But before we get started on that topic, um, we're going to go over some new news with all of you guys. New news. <laughs> We, we need that, that in recording. like a clip. Yeah. Yes. New Re- news. Kelton, you and I Brooks. are thinking the same there. <laughs> Shout out so, to the Kelsey brothers on their podcast because that's where I got that from. <laughs> so um, today's recording is uh, January, what is it? 25th. 25th. Country Bear Jamboree's last show is January 27th. Oh, Kelton. Wah, wah. Were you so able honestly, to take? I mean, I don't even, I don't even know why we're talking about it. By the time this <laughs> drops, it's gone. Yeah, so, were you able to take Kenny on Country Bear Jamboree, or no? Yes. Okay. Guess, his favorite. Now this was back in February when we did it, but his favorite song that the Bears sing is Big Al and Blood on the Saddle. He <laughs> loves it. Makes him laugh. Blood on the saddle. So that's well, a, but that, that's okay. I you know change is good. So at least they didn't take it away. Like I think right. It, it could have been you. It maybe it was Kara that said it. At least at least it's still there. Yes, so. I agree. But um, that being said, you know by the time this episode drops, it will be done. Gonzo. Um, I don't think that they ever mentioned when they're projecting it to. Summer of 24. Yeah. Awesome. Good to know. Summer of 24. Contact your favorite children's travel if you want to see it open. (laughs) Kelton, should we plan a trip? (laughs) You know, every time we do, we cancel it. So why not, right? (laughs) Yeah. What do we have to lose? (laughs) About 10 pounds because of the Florida heat. Yeah. We'll just sweat it all out. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So this one's a fun one. Beignets are coming to Magic Kingdom for Ooh. a limited period of time. So yes, Disney or Walt Disney World does not have beignets at the parks, only at French Quarter. Um, I'm sorry, Port Orleans French Quarter Resort. So this will be interesting. I think you know we're all in agreement that we think this is Disney's way of teasing or trying to gauge what guests like. Um, in preparation for Tiana's Bayou Adventure opening. Kelton? I would not be surprised if they retheme Golden Oak Outpost over there. To right. kind of like, you know. Transition. Serve, yeah, to, you know, help get into that kind of, you know, New Orleans type of feel. And maybe that's where they're ser- they, they will serve some of But Tiana's if they don't food, add though. some more Tiana food or Tiana uh, Princess and the Frog inspired food. I'll be surprised because they I mean, they went all yeah. out in Disneyland when it came to that. So, but we'll see. I, I'm excited because I, I ha- those I have beignets your, are good. I have your menu right here: Tiana's man Cajun beignets, mm. frog legs. Oh, <laughs> no more turkey legs. <laughs> no. So that's coming February 1st through March 1st at. Golden Oak and Frontierland. Uh, DVC members can book Fort Wilderness cabins starting February 1st. Kelton, 
one day. I almost I almost called my mom to see if I can rent some points from her. I'm not gonna lie. I did. Why didn't I you? Just, maybe I will. Maybe by the time this drops, my mom will Heck already yeah. uh, be looking at uh, some rental points for uh for Listen, July. I'm so. I'm all for this for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um after hours is returning to Epcot February second through July eighteenth. That's awesome. My favorite part yeah, about After Hours part, yeah. is all the extra snacks that are mm. included. All the Mickey ice cream bars you could possibly want. Plus, obviously, no no kidding, the low wait times. You walk on everything and you probably do the entire park within an hour. Um, you could if probably you speed hit all six songs on uh, Guardians to the Galaxy in one night. That If you don't have we, any like, repeats. Well, you'll have, I, I bet you'll have repeats, but... You know, I want, I want, I want to embark on this mission. One hundred sixty-nine dollars just to ride Guardians of the Galaxy nonstop, nonstop. all night long with only so, an ice cream Mickey bar in between each ride. So one thing, <laughs> one thing I want to point out here. Number, uh, first off, they they had the um, they've already had the after hour event started at the other two par- at two of the other parks, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Be really hard to do it at Animal Kingdom, but. Uh, the last day that they have posted, July 18th, is my birthday. Ooh. Oh. So, so if, listeners, if you, want, if, you, if you want to fund a <laughs> birthday trip for me, we can, we can get that going. <laughs> Ooh. And, and we need proof of all the different, all, every single time you go on, on Guardians. Picture I mean, from I'll every ride. I do it live on TikTok. <laughs> as, as, like the young, as the young kids say i'll do it for the tiktok i'll do it for the tiktok do it i for like the it line. that's it you know, honestly it's a good way to celebrate your birthday Whew. well and if you're worried about you know cost because it is quite expensive just think about it because not just you know mickey bars but if you're okay with eating popcorn 36 48 hours after it's been cooked you can always take some of that back to the hotel room bottled water soda I mean, they don't even open them. Just take it, put it in a bag, you mm. know, under your stroller. Since we're, you know, kind of <clears throat> getting into the episode, but just take <laughs> it back to the room, and then you don't have to purchase those five dollar bottles of water or however These, much those they cost those that. add up. Those add up, and the Florida heat, boy, oh, yeah. <laughs> boy. <laughs> or if you have the if you have the dining plan, they will eat up those snack. Uh, yes, credits. they will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't spend don't spend your snack credit on a bottle of water people no but honestly though I, all jokes aside after hours is a really cool experience you oh, don't yeah. have shows but just going on all the different rides low wait times in at at night so it's not really that hot you got free snacks it's a it's a really it's really worth your while um, and we did talk about that a little bit on the Jollywood Night episode when we kind of compared a little bit. Um, but, you know, if you're someone who doesn't really do well with long lines and maybe don't want to have to purchase Genie Plus or Lightning Lanes, this could be an option, honestly, right? So anyways, um, this one, I like this one, this new news, uh, this buses now have park hopper schedule. So you can get from park to park starting at 10 a.m. You honestly probably thought that that was already an option, and it wasn't. So uh, now you have that ease, right? Except for Magic Kingdom to Epcot, there's no bus to bus there. That is still just a a monorail ride away. (laughs) From the Ticket and Transportation Center. Yes, exactly. You got to go there first. Yes. Uh, um, also, if you haven't been following the Fairy Tale Journeys travel, or living Facebook, under a rock at Instagram, this point, <laughs> um, FTJ was on the inaugural sailing for Icon of the Seas, and Oof. we are planning to super have, jealous. We're planning on having an episode dedicated just to Icon of the Seas in the near future. So stay tuned for that if you're interested in. The all things travel part, and not so much the Disney. <laughs> That's because Disney and hasn't built a ship this size just yet. Yeah, just yet. They've got yet. the mega ship coming though. 
the yeah. one for the Asian market. So, yeah. you know, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. And our last bit of news, I'm going to leave that one to Brooks. Brooks. So, as this episode drops on January 29th, we will be gearing up to celebrate a very special birthday. My little daughter, Ellie, will be turning one on January 30th. And then I have told her she is not allowed to turn older than that. I fought it tooth and nail with her turning one, but, uh, but yep. You're going to fight it every year after that. (laughs) My two Disney princesses birthdays are four days apart. Kelsey's birthday as, as of this recording is tomorrow, January 26th. At, uh, at, and when this episode drops, we will have already had her surprise birthday party, which we're also doing tomorrow. Oh, Gasp. fun. So, fun. Kelsey, as you're listening, if you, hopefully you were surprised. Uh, and then we're also <laughs> doing Ellie's birthday on Saturday. So, well, she happy return. birthday to Kelsey and Ellie. It's yep. an eventful time at yep. the Walker household. And, and a sad time for my wallet. <laughs> well happy birthday to kelsey and and happy birthday to ellie and on mm. that note we're gonna get into it so brooks we'll start with you ellie's just now turning one mm-hmm. but you what age did you start bringing ellie into the walt disney world parks let's see here uh our first trip was june so she was five months old Tell us a little bit about that trip. Why did you do it? And was it worth it? So before that, I had only ever been to Disney with quote unquote kids. They were older, like uh, I think 10 and maybe almost teenager at that point. Um, And other than that, my first trip, I wasn't I was 18 years old when I first went to Disney. So I had never really experienced it going to Disney with little kids. Uh, it is a completely different animal and it is a hundred percent worth it. Um, you learn to appreciate, I feel like Disney that much more seeing it from a child's eyes, not just the child inside size. Cause I, I become a little kid every time I walk Retweet. through those gates. So, uh, I think I've told it before the first time I ever went down main street, USA, I literally skipped with joy and I was 17 years old, a, uh, varsity wrestler in high school and I'm skipping down main street, USA. But, um, when you talk about if it's worth it with kids, absolutely. Um, the scene, I mean, Ellie was five months old and still seeing her interact with the characters like at five months old she had an opinion on which characters she liked she loves daisy uh she actually even calls daisy day day um and just seeing again seeing her light up and then we took her again uh a few months after that uh when she was a little older and she even just from the difference between the two times seeing her react to like the different like she was more responsive to the rides at that point and just looking around in amazement and it's almost like me every time i see something new at disney i'm just like ah and uh, hopefully she continues to love it as she gets older because we will be going we'll even if she doesn't like it, we're still going to be going. Gotta train them young. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have a choice. No. Well, and we've just recently found out that she loves Winnie the Pooh. So oh, Love Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I got one right here. Oh, yeah. so we got her her first Squishmallow for Christmas, and it was a Winnie the Pooh Squishmallow, and she absolutely loved it. And just recently, um, my brother had gotten her a toy for Christmas that she already has. So we were returning in and getting her something else. 
And we're the parents that, oh, we're going to take her into the store and let her pick out what she wants. And we just happened to see a Disney 100 uh, Winnie the Pooh Lulz plush. And she saw that thing and her face just lit up, grabbed it, loved it. And now it's in her toy bag that we take everywhere. So. Well, I just got to say that, you know, those memories are some that you're going to cherish forever, even if she doesn't remember. I mean, you'll, you'll have pictures and everything, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but but how, like you talked a little bit about how it makes you feel and how you always, you know, go in there and you, you know, you've got like the twinkle in your eyes and you're amazed by everything around you. But now you're not just enjoying it for yourself, but you're enjoying it and sharing something that means so much to you with your daughter, no matter her age. Um, and there's just something so beautiful about that. Um, Kelton, what about you? Uh, I know that your sweet boy <laughs> is three now. Yes, we have a three-nager is what we like to call him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell us about your experience uh, with Kenny when you guys first started to take him to Disney and how old was he on his first trip to walt disney world so on his first trip he was one and a half i believe is about how old he was um but he had actually been a few times before that as um i was working out of the tampa airport at the time during covid so they actually would fly in a couple of times and since we still have cast member friends at the park we'd go and visit i don't think we actually ever went into the park but uh our friends work out we have a friend that works at coronado and a friend that works at the contemporary um and we were sitting in so i think the contemporary was actually his first time at at disney and i've got uh, a couple of pictures of us out at the uh little mickey archway thing in the back of the contemporary between the uh main building and the uh marina there but he was about one and a half on our first trip and we stayed we did a split stay we stayed at bay lake tower because the first couple of days was magic kingdom so getting to just take that 10 minute walk from bay lake tower to uh the touch points at the Magic Kingdom was excellent. And then the second half of the trip, we stayed at uh, Coronado Springs. So it's uh, it was definitely fun. And getting, getting to see him interact with characters, street performers, um, you know, watching the stage show uh, in front of the uh, Cinderella Castle getting to see the castle for that. I mean, he may not have lit up with joy, but I did because, you know, we know what Disney means to, uh, to Casey and I. So having him, you know, there and all it's, it's a whole different ball game when you're, when you're a parent, but that's kind of why we're like, you know, go in there two and under because they don't, why not? They don't cost anything. So why not go? And I think that's something that is really important to highlight. Kids two and under are free. 100% free. They do not need a ticket. They do not cost anything extra at hotels. They are free. So take advantage. I mean, it won't last long enough. That's for sure. <laughs> and, um, and, and honestly, with Disney... Disney offers so much. We've talked about it on the show pretty much every time we talk about Disney. How Disney just has something for everyone. Mm-hmm. They do not discriminate to little people. And by little people, I mean, obviously, children. Um, to and under. So what are some of these things that Disney offers that they can see or do or interact with that really elevates the experience not just for the child but also for the parents you guys want to talk a little bit about character meet and greets i think that one's a huge 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 um selling point for children 
as long as they're not afraid of obviously well, so characters. It's it's a good start. <laughs> I mean, you know, you never really know how it's gonna go. So like what we did at first was we did Chef Mickey's because usually when Mickey and the gang will come out there they're very good at you know Mickey's very good at judging okay maybe maybe this one's not too receptive Kenny was not very receptive I remember I actually have a video Donald Donald Duck was kind of dancing around and Kenny turned around saw him and just freaked was not a fan whatsoever but I think it's good maybe doing a character dining meal will help kind of gauge you know now do you need to go stand in that 45 minute line to see uh you know donald and daisy dressed in their uh safari outfits type of thing so that's what we did when it comes to that but kenny love kenny loves them now oh it's great oh i i can't recommend the character dining with little kids enough um that was actually the literally the very first thing we did with Ellie. Um, we had gone to uh, Topolino's Terrace at Riviera for breakfast, and because they do a wonderful character breakfast, mm-hmm. and not only were the characters great, like um, I think it was I think it was Daisy that actually like sat down in the booth with us. Um, and like took a little extra time with her. We had gotten there. We were like I think on the first kind of run of breakfast, mm-hmm. so there it wasn't patched yet or anything. So the characters took a little more time at each table. Um, but they were just amazing with her, and even the cast members um, were amazing with her as well. Um, on our latest trip. Uh, like it's not just the meet and greets where you stand and wait, just the uh characters as they're passing by. Um one of Cinderella's stepsisters was walked past us and noticed that Ellie was a redhead as well, so they had a little <laughs> interaction. Um and then also when Ellie and Kelsey were waiting on me from doing Rise of the Resistance, uh Ray and Chewbacca walked by. And I was sad that I missed that interaction. Uh, when we have a Star Wars episode, I can talk about my love for Chewbacca. But, um, like, she she was a little unsure about Chewbacca. Uh, in the picture, she just, like, looked at him like, okay, you look different. Um, but uh, we, and we also... Real quick, we have one more picture um, with Rapunzel and a uh, friend of Rapunzel reached out to us later and actually found out that um, the friend of Rapunzel myself went to the same high school. We knew the same teacher that like I grew up with. And so like we had that we had that like interaction uh, together um, and. It's Rapunzel. a small world after yep. all. <laughs> and Rapunzel told that friend that I remember that child and was without doubt the sweetest child that day. Could I mean, that could have been not true. I like to believe that's true because my I like to believe my child is, in, is memorable. Um, but it, the, the like, we say it time and time again. The cast members make the magic at Disney and just seeing them interact with not only my child, but other children and the way they personalize each, uh, each greeting It's I know it can get, you know, just monotonous and, and just doing the same thing over and over again, but with adults and with kids, they make it personal every single time. Mm-hmm. It's just they magic. really do. They really do. And they're the cast members, you know, in all honesty, they're 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 very well trained to just approach every situation with any child or any child, young and old, um, delicately. 
it is like like I mean obviously children can get scared, right? But for the most part, they know how to approach each scenario and try and make it magical in the best way possible. And again, you said it, Brooks. Each interaction is unique one way or another. You're not having the same interaction twice. So, I mean, the videos that I've seen, even these cast members, these characters, um, how they interact with special need kids, literal tears. I'm just crying all over my phone. They're amazing. Um, and that's just something to to I really emphasize that with my clients and how I strongly, 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 strongly encourage Memory Maker because Memory Maker, you're going to get a myriad of amazing pictures that you probably wouldn't think to take because you're probably so immersed in the moment or you're trying to have that moment with your son or daughter. Um, you know, you're carrying 30 different things, but with you, ha- when you have Memory Maker, um, I feel like it elevates your experience that much more because you'll have these beautiful pictures to really commemorate your time at the parks with your children, with your family, with whomever. Obviously, it's not just for when you have children, but I mean, who wouldn't want a nice family portrait in front of any of these Walt Disney World icons? And not just that, you've got, you know, your magical shots, your magic shots where, you know, you have a little extra picture with something unique and fun, right? So um, like I said, when it comes to character meet and greets and you have memory maker, that's, that's magical. Um, all right. So kind of sticking with the theme of characters, um, talk a little bit about the shows and your interactions with your children, um, for like the castle shows or the fireworks. Cause I know fireworks is a big topic. Um, do your kids stay up? Do they go to sleep? <laughs> Are they afraid of the loud noises? Tell us a little bit about that. Kelton, I'm going to start with you since I started with Brooks before. So Kenny loves all all the show. He'll stand up and just start pointing and naming, you know, characters or people. And it's like, buddy, you know, there are people around us. We need to, you know, tone it down just a little bit type of thing. But so he loves that. Um, Fireworks, the first time we saw happily ever after 2.0 um he did stay up for it and he he loved it i mean yes the some of the bigger fireworks do you know he covered his ears on some things but he did just fine uh with that because you know with us being on uh central time we we kind of kept him on that per se so yeah if he would go to bed nine nine thirty eastern well really the way we thought of it was in turn it's only an hour hour and a half past his bedtime because we try to keep him on you know we just transfer everything so it wasn't horrible um now there was one night that we had a you know that complete meltdown during fireworks and it was it was an experience so you will you will have those and I'll I'll save the rest of that for a little you know a little bit deeper into the podcast but yeah Kenny loves them he I'd say, do the shows absolutely do the shows What about the parade did he get a chance to see that Oh my gosh that's all it's kind of it's the same thing yelling for you know characters and they characters love little kids they do some of the interactions we we had. Um, it's we had. I think it was Chip and Dale that came, you know, running over and gave him a high five. It it it's just. Yeah. I get jealous. I I want a high five, I and one. I don't get them. The children get them. <laughs> so it, it is fun. The, you know, watch all the entertainment. Kenny's thing is the Main Street Philharmonic, the marching band, and the Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's also my favorite thing, too. So, thankfully, uh, you know, he likes it as well. Because if not, it would just be my mom and I going to see the Main Street Philharmonic. So, at least we got a uh, three-year-old to go with us. So, and we sit there. We sit here at home and on YouTube. Just watch them. You know, and it's, yeah. Entertainment all the way around. Go for it. What about you, Brooks? So, 
feel a little bit as a failure. We have not done uh, fireworks with Ellie just yet. Um, Ellie, it, she likes her sleep and she gets on a certain schedule and seven o'clock rolls around and she is, she's done. She's ready to go to bed. Um, our last trip, we were at, uh, Hollywood studios and we were trying to push it a little bit and, and we stayed for the, um, for the show that they had on um, the Chinese theater, but they we uh, didn't stay for Fantasma because she was done. She was passed out in the in the stroller. Um, what about but, um, in Animal Kingdom? Did you do any Lion King, the Festival of the Lion King, or Finding Nemo by any chance? We did Finding Nemo. Uh, we tried to do Festival of the Lion King, but it was just insane lines that day. Um, it was Labor Day weekend, uh, but we did Finding Nemo. She loved it, um, and like all the street performers, uh, she was she was moving along with the music in Africa. Uh, oh yeah, I love that. Uh, she was moving along the music, and then she uh, just—I had her in the baby carrier, carrier, and she passed out in the baby carrier right after that. Um, wear, wearing her sunglasses too, but no, she—that uh, is one thing that our next trip I'm putting as we are definitely doing happily ever after. Um, if you've listened to our episode from season one, where Kelton and I talk about happily ever after, it it holds a very and very special place in my heart. Um, after everything I went through, uh, like a few years ago physically, and that show marked a turning point in my recovery. Um, not to get too much into that here, but it. I said at that point, I want to experience this with my child as well. Um, so still waiting to do that. We have watched it at home many, many times. And she gets excited when we turn it on. But um, she loves all the lights, the street performers and the music and everything. She loves the parades, um, loves the shows. Her favorite, the last show was the Frozen show. Um, they definitely, we were right in the front row and they kept every time they see her like waving at her and everything. And she was just in all just watching. So. So Brooks, you mentioned, um, Ellie needing to sleep. Well, both of you. Um, what about afternoon naps? What do nope. you, what do you use to tackle this? As most kids typically do have, young kids, babies typically do have a sleep cycle, which involves an afternoon nap. What do you, what do you do? What do you recommend? How do you tackle this? So it is actually one of my big tips that I give to uh, my potential clients when they, especially if they have kids and they're talking about, you know, how do we navigate uh, doing the parks with, with kids, that break in the middle of the day is a lifesaver um between our two trips we tried kind of trying to go later and then staying throughout and just letting her sleep in the stroller like we tried going early then leaving early and we definitely found for us the best thing to do and it and it's it's good for a lot of adults too that are not used to um walking 10 to 15 miles a day uh take a break in the middle in middle of the afternoon especially if you're going in the in the summer months where it's the hottest part of the day um take a break um you can uh go back to the especially I recommend staying on property every single time especially with little kids you can 
get on one of the many uh, transportation options that Disney offers, go back to your resort where it's nice and cool. Child can take a nap. You can take a nap and just get ready for the rest of the day. Or like we had one night where we were planning on going back out and Ellie was just worn out from that day. We took advantage of the amenities that our resort offered. Um, We were staying at uh, Port Orleans Riverside. So we went to Boatwright for dinner um, and just had a great meal and just walked around the resort and uh, just enjoyed that. Uh, It is just definitely staying on property, taking a break and then you don't have potentially fussy babies and fussy parents from having fussy babies. That's my big tip. Take a break. Stop and smell those roses. That's what I was going to say. What about you, Kelton? You can do a couple of things. Um, and I think it's going to depend on, I mean, you know your family the best. We've done a couple of different things. Um, one trip we did, it was, so when he was, Kenny was a year and a half, we actually did, because he was on a two-nap cycle. So we started rope drop at that point. Um, his first nap he took in the stroller, and I mean, he was out cold in the stroller. Uh, and then we went back for his second nap, but, you know, you, you as the person mom or dad know what works best for your child stick stick to your schedule i mean that's kind of just stick to your schedule yes you will you know disney it costs a lot to go to walt disney world disneyland disney cruise line you're not going to get everything done you know being like myself being you know, a previous Florida resident, resident being a previous, you know, previous cast member. We've been going to the parks pretty much a minimum of once a year for probably 30 something years. You're not going to do everything. So if you are thinking about, well, you know, I want to, they say like, get your price per wear type of thing when you're talking about clothing. You're not going to get your price per wear out of Disney going, you know, in, in just that trip. You're, so once you get past that and you're doing it for the experiences of you yourself or your family or for your kids, you're going to have a much better time. It's going to be so much more enjoyable. And that's what it, and that's what it is for, you know, for us. So stick to what works best for your family. If you guys are you know, going back, it's like, well, man, we want to go back, try to be, you know, put it, put them down at noon, one o'clock, do rope drop. I mean, Kenny here in central time is up at six, six thirty. So when we go to Disney, you dang well bet we are there at the bus stop at seven fifteen. you know, wherever we're staying to get there. Because at that point in time, you know, you do kind of have to judge. Okay. Well, if you're going down for a nap about noon, you're going to want, I mean, it takes about an hour to get from, I don't know, the back fantasy land, you know, you know, you got to do, if you're going for, it takes time to walk to the front of the park, then you got to wait for the transportation. It's all, it's not just, you know, a quick process. So you do, there goes a, a little bit of planning goes into it. And so hopefully that's, we can kind of guide you that on this podcast episode of what of what to do. So it also helps with where you want to stay. I mean, if you're going to go and do, um, you know, two days at the Magic Kingdom, maybe it'll be worth to splurge on a Magic Kingdom resort. Or, you know, if Epcot and uh, Hollywood Studios are your thing, hey, you got the Skyliner. Kind of have to look at that stuff. I really think it's important to emphasize the the benefit truly of the monorail 
resorts because it's so quick. It really is. Um, whether it's a walk or a monorail, it's there. And typically most people want to do Magic Kingdom, right? It is the number one park, most popular park. Um, but it makes a difference. And and not only that, but, you know, we mentioned strollers. I don't know. Maybe our listeners know. Maybe they don't know. If you don't travel with your stroller because it's too much of a hassle, Fairytale Journey Travel Agents, or your agent in general, can most likely uh, help rent or help you rent a stroller in order for you to be able to just have to pick it up once you get to the park use it on your park day. So if you feel like your your son or daughter is good with just a stroller nap, you know, great. You have your stroller, you're good to go and you you know, plan plan around that. Maybe you go and have your lunch break at a restaurant so you're indoors around their nap time. Um things like that, you know. Or if that's not really a thing for for your your son or daughter and you prefer to go back to the room, we've mentioned it time and time again just the huge, massive benefit of the transportation on property. And we also mentioned firework shows. Could there be large crowds at the end of the night? Yes, there can be. But you know what people love? And by people, I mean clients and guests. They love to take advantage of the minivans. The minivans, in case you don't know, um, do include baby seats if you need it. And it's a quick transportation. It's um, the, the drivers are former cast members, so they're also very knowledgeable. They know the property inside and out. If you don't mind spending a little money just to be able to get to and from the park and your resort quicker and you want a, you know, a car seat, um, that is a phenomenal option that guests absolutely love. It's quick. It's easy. Mm-hmm. And not just that, but minivans over the regular Lyft and or Uber, if you're in the Magic Kingdom, minivan picks up in the bus loop without having to take the monorail or the ferry over to the ticket and transportation center. And at the end of the night, after the fireworks, that is huge. Huge. Absolutely. Whether you do monorail or not. So, you know, just another, um, another of the many many ways you can work around a child's schedule at Disney World. It is so doable for those that, you know, think that it's not and not just doable, but worth it. So also real quick on the strollers thing, you know, yeah. So our sponsor, Fairytale Journeys Travel, they've got a, uh, uh, a vendor that they use called Buena Vista Stroller. So you can always, you know, if you do, book with a FTJ agent. You can always have them, uh, you know, book that stroller for you. But if your kids are just a little bit older, maybe not doing those, you know, naps in the park, but you want something that you don't have to haul around at your resort either, you know, you can always also rent them from the park. And then if you choose to park hop, well, you just take, keep your receipt, That's keep your receipt and then take your receipt to, if you're going to Epcot or, you know, Animal Kingdom, you can get a stroller there as well. So you're only paying one time a day for it too. Just a little side tip if you don't want to carry a stroller on the bus or uh, walk it around your resort at, you know, Riverside. So. Yeah, we actually, yeah, we, we actually kind of have two strollers. We have our bigger stroller and then we also have the one that we bought just for the parks. Uh, because it folds up very compact. Mm. So and that th- those yeah. are those are important things mm-hmm. to know too like on the monorail you have to have your stroller folded in. No you don't. I thought you didn't. Mm-hmm. Is it what what is Not it? On the, monor- monor- Not on the monorail. Not on the monorail. Yeah. You can Skyliner? No, just buses. Skyliner you can just buses. roll in. So huh, yeah. well, there you go. Buses, you do have to have them folded because it's part of uh, uh, DOT laws. There you go. So let's say you are a mom and you are have to pump because that happens, or you need a feed. Did you know that Disney actually has locations at all of their parks to accommodate to this, so you're not just 
I don't know, struggling <laughs> out in public. <laughs> Brooks, if I remember correctly, I think you might have, well, not you specifically, but you guys might have had a couple of, uh, uh, I don't know, you guys need to go to some nursery care stations, or am I making that up? No, we did. I did not personally have to pump. But uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yes, we have, I believe we have visited every single nursery care station uh, on on property. Well, the four parks, um, I'm not 100% sure how, if they're at, I'm sure they're at the uh, water parks as well. But they are. Um, I have I haven't gone to the nursery care stations at the water parks, but I have gone in all four of them uh in the main parks. So it is real is very very nice. Um each of them uh they have a spot to where you can change your child if they have an accident. Um they have rooms just for people that need that extra privacy feeding um they also if you have forgotten formula or if you've forgotten diapers or anything like that they also uh sell them at the um at the nursery care stations and it's also a first aid station as well um so they have first aid uh items available there and then they also just have a room that um i I remember uh we spent a lot of time at the animal kingdom one because ellie kind of fell asleep uh so there was even a room too where it was just kind of a bigger room then they were playing disney movies that kid that kids could just kind of you know either decompress or just kind of work out a little bit of energy instead of just running around in front of tons of people in the parks they can kind of just be in that little room um but the if you're wondering where the locations are for the four uh nursery stations in the main parks in magic kingdom it is by crystal palace um in epcot it is in the festival center building between test track and the mexico pavilion um typically like that too is where they are They'll have uh, some food booths in there. The latest one they had, the uh, Brew Lab um, Muppets, where they had like the peanut butter and jelly wings and all that. Uh, in Hollywood Studios, it's by guest services as soon as you enter the park. I will say that is also the smallest of them all. Um, so there's not a ton of room in that one. Because uh, on busy days, these the, they can get pretty busy. Um and then in Animal Kingdom, it, it this one I think is just perfectly planned too. It's behind Creature Comforts, uh, and if you wonder where Creature Comforts is, that's where the Starbucks is. So you can grab your Starbucks and then go into that nursery care. I think that one is perfectly placed. Yeah, it definitely. I'm I'm a little sad on the Hollywood Studios one with how small that one is. I think they just kind of picked an empty. You know, a little spot. And I think they kind of ran there. out of room a little bit, and <laughs> yeah. I agree. And then, I, yeah. So. And then, just a, a little extra side note. Um, I actually learned about this not too long ago, but if you are, um, if you're a mother who is pumping, you know, all of the Disney Resort rooms have a mini fridge. But let's be real: the fridge isn't the coldest fridge in the world. So I know that for some moms, it's important to have a well-refrigerated room or well-refrigerated fridge in order to preserve the milk. And if you just go to your guest services at your resort, they can help accommodate to that. Um, If they need to store it themselves, you know, they have um, those accommodations. So again, I just want, um, you know, whether it's expecting parents or new parents to who might be on the fence about whether or not they should go to Disney or can make Disney happen. Um, Disney, Disney's got it covered. You will be fine and they will help you in anything that you need. Now, we've kind of left the best for last, if you ask me, and that's talking about the rides because we've talked about meet and greets. We've talked about shows. 
we've talked about, you know, the benefits of staying on property and all the amenities that the parks hold for, you know, new parents and babies. Um, rides. People think about rides and they think, oh, roller coaster, there's no way a child can get on anything. That is not the case at Disney. Again, Disney accommodates to everyone. So, you know, Walt Disney World has so many rides overall, but they made sure to have options for the whole family. And I mean babies, too. Um, (laughs) There are some that don't even have a height restriction, which... I don't know. That's amazing. <laughs> There's First a lot that, constant... that don't have it. Yeah. Well, Kelton, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I... <laughs> Way to put that. Put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm sorry. So no, I, there. You don't have to. I can take it over. <laughs> there are a lot of, I'll say, attractions that don't have uh, height requirements, and Magic Kingdom being, you know, really the the leader, the central on this one. one. Magic Kingdom has something like over 40 attractions in general in the park. But there's, when you think about it, there's a number that don't. I mean, and just, I'm not going to list them all, but to name a few, you got your big ones like the Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, uh, your classics. uh, It's a small world. Peter's Pan. Dumbo. Sorry, I'm helping. No, Dumbo (laughs) was the one I was going to say as a classic, even though the way they have that now, it anybody remembers how Dumbo used to be with the one that it was like an hour wait all day, no matter what. It used to be long. Oh, it's so great. But you got Winnie the Pooh and you got the little mermaid too. I mean, there's a lot lot. of people mover. (laughs) There's a lot in the magic kingdom. uh, There's one that honestly surprises me. And that is Astro Orbiter does not have a height requirement. Uh, no, because it, it's just on that one. It's just like Dumbo. It's just it like yeah. uh, the magic carpets. You put your safety belt on, and you go. Now, <clears throat> funny story. Casey and I actually oh. did go up when we got. We were dating. It was, I think, for my birthday. It was the first and the last time that I had been up on the Astro Orbiter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's. Gosh, I have such funny stories there. Sorry. <laughs> it, it's a lot higher than what people think when you get out there and you it goes from the faster ground. than you oh think too oh my gosh i was surprised so, by the speed of it maybe you should not take your two-year-old on the astral orbiter uh if, if she wants to i'll take her but it's not one that i'll be like hey do you want to go on that we need to do it but um but those are kind of your i mean your magic kingdom you go into hollywood studios which they only have two attractions in Hollywood Studios that do not have a height requirement. And that's Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway. And, oh, this is heartbreaking. Toy Story Mania is the second. But they still had uh, India. Uh, oh, no, they did take it off. Never mind. I was reading the wrong list. So those are the only two. Don't forget Muppet is, 3D. Uh, well, that I was going to say, that's more of a show, per se, not like a... A ride. I mean, it takes me on a ride. Well, emotionally, yes, yes. but like not. You know, <laughs> I, we're not we're not sitting in Muppet 3D whipping around like they do when we're on Toy Story Mania, going from scene to scene. You know, true. you take off and they're just like, boom. You know, so yeah, it's how how about the um, the carousel? <laughs> That's been there since day one. That's. That's your central point in Fantasyland, too. You have to do it. I mean, everybody should do the carousel at least once. Um, Epcot has actually quite a few. Uh, Remy's being, you know, the big one. And you got to do Spaceship Earth. It's kind of the icon of the park. We all thank the Phoenicians every time. Um, So that's always fun. Frozen Ever After. Who would have thought Frozen is a lot like Pirates of the Caribbean? Mm -hmm. You would think a height restriction, but... Not really. I mean, it's not just stay seated, keep hands and arms inside the boat at all times. You'll be okay. Um, and then Animal Kingdom. I mean, you kind of and have some of the stuff on this list is going away too because they're getting rid of Dino Land, which is really sad, but needing to go anyway. Uh, but Kilimanjaro. Yes, even though you're in a moving vehicle with. I know people may not believe us, but the animals are real 
on the safari and they are actually fake in Jungle Cruise, not the other way around. Just they're not that well trained. Um, so there's a, I mean, there's quite a bit. There's over 70 different attractions throughout the four parks. And even you throw in the water parks, too, if you're going to the water parks. So a lot of things you can do with a, a child that's two and under. Did you mention like living with the land and the seas with Nemo and friends? I did not. Even Rob, Remy's. I know you didn't I mention all Remy's. of them. I, I know there's just so many. Even the, I'm like, sorry, you're you're talking about them. And I'm like looking at the list and I'm just amazed by honestly the amount. There's a it's lot. like. You know, it's a lot more than you would think. Um, it, it really is just amazing. I, I think it's over seventy total. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that could have been a trivia question that no one knew. How many rides were <laughs> Disney? Disney has that accommodates to children, including those two and under. <laughs> I never would have known it. Right. So. Honestly, but, but isn't that isn't that something? I mean. <laughs> The real question is, what can't you do at Disney with a toddler? Not much, right? Uh, rock and roller coaster. <laughs> Tower of Terror. Of course, of course. Um, but the, but... I will say, too, with those rides, the height requirement is lower than you would think on some of those, too. And isn't there child swap and single riders, too, on a lot um, of these rides? So, hello, if you want to go, you really don't. You don't have to do a whole line in case you didn't remember. <laughs> yeah, child swap is child swap phenomenal. Is perfect. It yes, really is. It is. Chef's kiss. So as we're nearing the end of this episode, because we're now what, how many minutes in? Almost an hour. <laughs> Unsurprising. Um, you know, do you guys have any other tips for parents of, you know, infants? Going to the parks? So I asked Casey before we got on. I said, this is what we're doing for our episode. What's your hot tip for taking a, you know, kids two and under? And her only response was, don't take yourself too seriously. I that's like it. That, Please. I, yeah. Take it however a, you, you wish. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, it's pretty good. So that's from my wife, Casey. Mine would just be something along the line. I mean, you're not going to do it all. So stop stressing about it. Just plan as much as you can and have have some wiggle, wiggle room. That's mine. No, Brooks. I, I completely agree. Um, mine with the, you know, echoing Casey and Kelton. Uh, I had also asked Kelsey and with the taking breaks uh go at your own pace um and just stay my personal tips staying on property uh and also i would say find a good uh comfortable uh park bag um i actually have two one if uh, we're not um doing a if we're not eating while we're there and one if if we are eating we don't have to carry too much i have well and then it dropped uh i have like a little i have a nomadic sling bag that i use but if we have to carry a little more i have this bag right here that uh you can put a little more in there um but just like everyone said take your time you're not going to be able to do everything. So make a list of stuff that you really want to do and try to do that. But other than that, just enjoy your time. Cause Hey, you're at Disney. Enjoy it. I don't, and this may be me a few years later. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but some of those parents that are in lines and the kids are just screaming and yelling that don't want to be there. And the parents are just like, just be quiet. You know what? Say, like, okay, we're going to go do something else. Just enjoy your time because there may be there may be a time where you can't go to Disney as much as you want to. So enjoy it while you're there. I couldn't agree more. 
I mean, I don't have kids. I am the eldest in my family, not just with my siblings, but with my cousins. Um, I've been going to Disney since the year I was born, months old. Um, so, you know, I, I mentioned it before just how I do consider myself a seasoned uh, Disney park goer. Um, I've seen children of every age throwing tantrums, having their fair share of moments. It happens. You're not alone. You're not the only one and you won't be the last one. So, you know, these things happen, you know, like Brooks, you said, take a breath, you know, enjoy yourself, enjoy your time at the park. You know, it happens. No one's looking at you funny. I promise. (laughs) Um, But, you know, beyond that, you know, I did mention Memory Maker before. I really want to emphasize just how incredible that is for your family to be able to preserve those extra pictures because you're already carrying enough, right? You don't want to be carrying your phone and you want to be in the pictures. Um, And then lastly that I wanted to mention is you can take like food, snacks, things like that, water with you. Uh, You don't just need to buy everything at the park. So you can prepare accordingly. So if you have snacks, bring them. You can bring as many or as little as you want. If you want to bring a few, go back to the room, get some more, come back. You can do that. So because I know I've had clients that ask, can I even bring water into the park? Yes, you can. So prepare accordingly. Don't overpack because then you're just going to have very cumbersome time getting on rides with, you know, all this stuff. Um, you do leave your stroller, but you know, it's still, you know, um, so both Calson and Brooks said it best. Enjoy your time here at Disney, you know, it, it plan just enough to, to keep the peace, but you know, have that wiggle room. So one more uh, small little tip when you park your stroller, tie a balloon to it so you can find it a little quicker. Hey, I like that. Or and at plus night, you have to put some here. lights around it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can you can decorate your own stroller. Like <laughs> it's fun, right? Um, just to kind of you know wrap things up, I want to just emphasize: is it worth going to Disney with little kids? Yes. Absolutely. There you Highly, go. Ten out of ten, recommend it. You heard it here, guys, and we are yeah. not going to steer you wrong. <laughs> 11 out of 10 travel agents recommend it. <laughs> well, I feel like that's probably going to do it for tonight's episode of the Mouse Ears podcast. Um, so if you like what you've heard and if you want to continue hearing more of us, please follow us on all your streaming platforms, whether it's Apple Music, Spotify, Google, Amazon, YouTube. Uh, several others yeah (laughs) uh leave us a review rate us you know those are your support and we've had so much support already but your support is what's going to keep us going keep the lights on um and and we love to hear from all of you guys so more on that note if you don't already follow us on the mouse ear podcast facebook group follow us it is our constant discussion board we're always talking about different topics you can post pictures if you're at the park if you're with your popcorn bucket if you're with your two one five month old you know we want to see those pictures you know keep the conversation going um so follow us on the mouse series podcast facebook group um and i want to emphasize you know uh, all this is possible because of our wonderful sponsor, Fairytale Journeys Travel Agency. If you're looking to book your next travel uh, vacation trip and you're wanting to have a wonderful FTJ agent, follow uh, Fairytale Journeys Facebook and Instagram and fill out a quote on their page. And if you heard, uh, if you learned about FTJ through this podcast there is a section for you to fill out on the quote where it says that you learned about ftj through mouse ears podcast so uh other than that if anyone wants any of us as their travel agents or just to interact with us guys where can they find you kelton sorry i was mute i was taking a picture (laughs) 
<laughs> for the Facebook group. <laughs> um, I'm at I'm at uh, Fairytale Journeys by Kelton on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok FTJ Travel by Kelton. Brooks, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram FTJ by Brooks. You can find me on Facebook Fairytale Journeys by Brooks. You can follow our Mouse Ears TikTok page at Mouse Ears Podcast. Joffrey's FTJ by Brooks by, by at gmail.com. And then also real quick, uh, if you are interested in donating to my uh, fundraiser through Team Determination for the Kuna Matata 10 miler at the Springtime Surprise uh, race at, through Run Disney, I will post that fundraiser link. And I am also, if you donate, you may be able to pick my costume for the race. Ooh. So everyone that donates gets to vote on the costume that I will wear. Within reason, Ooh, that, I'm not wearing a full, a full Winnie the Pooh costume because it is in April. <laughs> and you can find me on Facebook at Fairytale Journeys by Stephanie Pretgentile or on Instagram at FTJ by Stephanie PG. Don't forget, we also have a TikTok page now that Brooks is all over and doing such a great job. Um, Brooks, what's our TikTok handle? Mouse Series Podcast. And where can Joffrey's find you? <laughs> FTJ by Brooks at gmail.com. And also Voodoo Donuts. <laughs> And Roosevelt's. And, and Roosevelt's. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone else who wants to sponsor us. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I think that about does it. So from all of us here at the Mouse Ears Podcast, have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful day, weekend, or week. And we hope to see you or have you listen to us real soon. Bye, everyone. Adios. Bye.